This is an ABC podcast. Bang back. Bang. <clears throat> oh, this isn't working. Bang. Bang back. Bang back. Bang back. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Thank you. Our former bang boy, bang man. Bang man. He was, there's been so many bang fam, hasn't there, that's helped us yeah. over the years. That was Ryan. Bang man Ryan um, with a very awkward bang back. And that's amazing. S- it's it's well it's a it's a it's preempting the quality of this program, <laughs> I think. Oh no, but this is the most quality program of the year because that's we're true because we've got nothing to do reins. with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's all about the bang fam. It's your bang backs. We do it um, every year. Every now and then, we like to ask you what your recommends are, and it is the final episode of Bang On for 2022, Miff. Woo-hoo! So it's going to be a big bang back to send you into summer with lots and lots of recommendations, or winter, or a break wherever you are around the world. We know there's heaps of bang fam who are stationed all over this planet. In fact, we're going to be checking in with a few of them this hour as well. That's right. Uh, we're going overseas, transcontinental. We're going overseas. Transcontinental. <laughs> Have we you got your that. passport? We're taking you for a ride. That's funny. I'm going on a holiday um, uh, and I I totally forgot to pack my passport because it's been so, you know, I went overseas earlier this year, but I it was one thing I didn't even think about. It's as if... I still don't believe it's real that I can get on a plane and go over the seas. I've found that I've had to do the Google packing lists again just to remember how to travel, (laughs) how to do it, how to do the international travel. Oh, goodness. (laughs) What has happened to us? How we've changed. Yeah, it's wild. Anyway, we're here to bang back with you. Um, We're going to get to some of your amazing bang backs very, very soon. But I thought we should kick off with a bit of a year in review because it's been another singular year, Miff. We've been here almost every week capturing... The week in music, art, life and stuff. It's been a whole lot of stuff. I feel like just, you know, straight off the bat, it's been a very big year for birds. Mm. We've had a lot of bird talk. Bang On has kind of veered towards ornithology this year, I think, more than ever. And And I celebrate it. I celebrate it too. That's what happens as you get older. You head towards talking to birds, looking at birds, (laughs) thinking about birds. And I never thought it would happen to me, but uh, obsessed, obviously, with the peregrine falcons. Again, I fell in love with them in lockdown and uh, utterly obsessed this year with the the Game of Thrones-esque, Days of Our Lives-esque drama of the peregrine falcons who are housed or live on uh, uh, an inner city building in Melbourne and there's a camera that's focused on them for the entire time that they breed and they have their eggs. And and it was magnificent this year. It was tragic, though. There were so many tragedies around the peregrine falcons. I almost couldn't handle it. But um, I think the fact that they managed to breed with all the drama, the death of previous birds and fights and that kind of thing, to, to have three successfully fledged Babies, I, I mean, I couldn't be happier. Couldn't be happier, even though I, <laughs> even though it was more than a roller coaster. I think I cried so many times. It's been during... an emotional year for you and those been... peregrine falcons. I know, I know. We lost one, one, one fledged and and had a bad accident. But I, I, another one fledged apparently and has, was flying around for a bit, but also came to have an accident. But because people are across what the peregrine falcons are, it was saved, sent off to Wildlife Victoria, cared for and back out in the wild. You know what that is? That's PFA, Peregrine Falcon Awareness. Oh, I love that. And I feel like we've been a part of that, Zan. We have been. Yeah. And from falcons to fuckhuts. Fuckhuts. I just want to say fuckhuts. (laughs) Or fuckhouse, as Tom Gleeson suggested it was called. Oh, my God. 
Yes. When he banged back for us, uh, basically a recommendation that I'd made to him a couple of weeks earlier. It was a real circular moment, wasn't he? He fully acknowledged that he'd heard on Bang On and then yeah. decided to recommend it, which is what we, we want everyone to take every Bang On and use it as your own. We yeah. are the cliff notes to life. This is why we're here. But yeah. it was so good to hear that he was loving the Paul Newman, Joanna Woodward fuck hut slash house. That's um, right. And, and I, I, just, I just don't want to live a day without hearing you say fuck hut. Yeah, that just makes all... me so happy. <laughs> They had a room where they would go off and, you know, obviously I think it, They'd really go does, off. What it, it does what it says on the packet there. That's what they would do. Um, uh, and it was just a pure joy story from start to finish. Good on them. Um, if I wish we could all be as exciting as them and also have the money to have a room just to have sex in. I don't think anyone's got the money for that. But anyway, we call it a bedroom and there's nowhere else. That you can go. Re- I mean, you can, but if there's children around, you, you, you can't afford a specific room because they've taken it. So the fuck up lives in our imagination as what, as what to aspire to, I think. I want that yeah. on a T-shirt. The fuck up lives in our imagination. <laughs> we also got introduced to the ick. Remember the ick? That oh, moment yeah. where someone does something really minuscule and it just completely turns you off. Yeah, can it makes I- you stop going to the fuck up, I think, is, is what happens once you've got the ick. You've got the ick. Um, it, it was a funny thing, wasn't it? I feel like it just really captured a mood of, of people and particularly in, you know, modern dating where uh, there are there's such a big sea, the fish and the sea just gets bigger and bigger and you can really switch off someone for the most um, seemingly innocuous of yeah. things. Well, you mentioned fish, I think, Eve, and, and the dating game. I think the ick factor comes well into play. If anyone's got a fish, a dead fish in their profile picture holding it up, <laughs> I mean, that's ick from the start, isn't it? You've got the ick. Are you speaking from experience? <laughs> no. I can I'm... see it right now, the guy holding the big fish. What part of any There's some speed dealer sunnies that... involved. Totally, and thinks that that's a good thing. They've definitely and... taken the photo with their Nokia 3310 when they were 15 years younger. <laughs> exactly. It's all there. All the warning signs are there. Ah, uh, the ick. The ick. The queen died. Queen died, and that was very sad, but I think it made us reconsider our connection to the monarchy. Do you reckon it did, though? I'm trying to think about that, like, and about all the crazy PR, which is what they do. You know, they want to stay Mm. in the zeitgeist. William and Kate have recently been in America. They've been, you know, a place that isn't even part of the monarchy. Um, I, I wonder how much after that there was a lot of discussion around what our place is, but it feels like we've kind of just fallen back into step of, oh, yeah, yeah, we're still part of this. Yeah, look, I don't know. I, I feel like uh, for me, I'd love a change. I think it was the perfect time for us to make that switch. Whether or not it will happen, uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I'd love to see Australia move forward as an independent country and uh, acknowledging our first peoples, all of those things, I, I, and and pushing away the colonialism that has ruled us from day one. I would love to see that. But whether or not that happens, I can only keep my fingers crossed. Yeah, well, 2023 is going to be a very interesting year in terms of Mm. that voice to parliament as well. absolutely. Oh, before we move on, though, from the death of the Queen, let's not forget Funeral Spider. (laughs) The spider that made its way out on the coffin. (laughs) Uh, It was a magical moment for that particular spider. I wonder where he is now. I don't know. He's telling that story down the spider pub. It's like, you won't believe what happened. Yeah, I just, I just oh, I came just, out of a flower. I was in a florist. I was in a field and I was like, I'm having a great time. Then I'm in a florist and all of a sudden I'm in Westminster Abbey. It's, it's like an acid trip. That funeral spider had the worst acid trip of his life. <laughs> Why are they looking at me? Stop what? looking at me. Where did I wake up? <laughs>
Kate Bush had a great year as well, speaking of queens. Mm. Uh, 38 years, 36 years, decades after running up that hill was a hit. It was once again a hit, thanks to Gen Z, the Zoomers and Stranger Things. And God, it was good to see her um, raking in the cash once again for an incredible piece of music. Absolutely. Uh, and it still sounds so right for today. That was the amazing thing. Her production skills were so good. She recorded the record all herself because her record company sort of went, oh, it's a bit too weird. You can go off and do it yourself, Kate. And she did it. And it sounds immaculate yeah. still. And when you hear it on the radio, it's like, oh, God. She was so on the money, wasn't she? She's just the best. I loved hearing that and loved seeing her once again shine and also her interact. And don't forget, we discovered her shitty website as well, which was oh, made through GeoCities. <laughs> GeoCities circa What's 1992. Called? What's it called again? I think it's got some Thai fish, isn't it? Some yeah, fish thing? Oh, that's God, right. Truly the worst artist website I've ever seen and, and also <laughs> the best at the same time. Amazing stuff. Um, speaking of great musicians who flex in other areas, did you ever buy Viv... Anything from the Doggy Parton collection? Remember no, that? No, I did not. But the festive season is coming and I do need to get her some presents because a couple of years ago I bought a Santa outfit and I put it on her and it's actually the best way to make her stand still. <laughs> put a coat on her and she won't move and, and a hat. And so I know. She's so traumatised. She's so traumatised. I know that if I get her some Doggy Parton for Christmas and, and thank you for reminding me, um, <laughs> this is going to calm her down when the guests arrive. So I'm all, I'm all for it. Will you get some for Norman? I mean, I'm sure the sizes. I tried to well, put on a little houndstooth uh, bow tie on him the other day and he was oh. not having it. I've never seen his neck retract so hard in oh, trying to get no. it off. You're like, what are you doing no. to me? Because he doesn't wear a collar. He's an inside cat, so he's got nothing on. And me oh, putting a nude. little... He's nude. He's nude as the news. And he's just got that little, you know, houndstooth bow tie and he was not having it. God, he looked cute though. Yeah, super but I think cute. I get traumatized the photos him. while you can. Yes. It's, cruel. it's animal cruelty, I'll I text, know. I'll text you the photo. It's very, very cute. But we have to clean up their poo. So, you know, I figure there's it's a trade-off. Dress yes. up your pets if you like. The vibe shift as well was one of the big things this year. Mm. And I mentioned that because we kind of kicked off the year talking about the vibe shift. And I feel like the vibe shift is very much infiltrated, bang on, in the last two and a half years in particular. We had a name for it. Like we've had so many other names over the years, languishing, post-languishing, vibe shift. Knowing what we knew then and what we know now, has the vibe shifted for you? I don't know. I think it at the time I thought it was shifting and I felt like things were, were dropping off and that was the whole point, wasn't it? It was a, a term for what happens when trends that once dominated society and, and culture, the culture, I guess you could say, mm. they, they kind of die overnight. So um, things that all of a sudden if you're into or displaying make you look like you're out of touch. But I think the vibe shift hasn't happened in such a way that that's necessarily playing out. Like, I think what's happened is it's opened the door for all sorts of um, all sorts of things in that we can be into whatever we want to be into. I think that is the vibe shift. Mm. It's not necessarily even about being on trend uh, with the new one, whatever that might be. It's not a monoculture anymore. No, no, but it's like but there's it's opened up the space for everyone to be into whatever they want to be into rather than actually slavishly following trends. And that's the vibe shift more for me now, I think. That's been very much driven by people saying that too. It's kind of like, well, if you're not going to create a space for me, mm. if you're not going to let me sit at the table, then I'll make my own world. And those worlds, yeah. because of the nature of technology and, and community building, exist no matter what you know the 
the formerly you know powerful groups, media, whatever, uh, terrestrial television, all that's dissipating. It's so complex, though, isn't it, the idea of a vibe shift? And it's so mm. human to be like, oh, this one thing happens and everything changes. Yeah. I reckon that some things have changed, some things have gone backwards. I feel a vibe shift myself. Mm. Um, I'm interested in where 2023 goes. I'll say that. Yeah. But the vibe's always shifting, isn't it? Well, especially if you're a funeral spider. <laughs> that vibe shifted real quick for that poor thing. Imagine. Poor love. All right, it's bang back. Should we check the answering machine? Let's do it. Hello, please leave a message after the tone. Hey guys, my name's Emma. I'm from Townsville originally, but have literally just moved to Melbourne. I'd like to bang back about the best book that I've read this year. It's called A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J Mass. It's actually the second and third book in the series that are my favourite, but of course, without the first, they're nothing. This original book in the series is a dramatic entrance into a land of fairies and fae, magic and drama, war and sex. I literally laughed and cried and drooled over this book. She takes you on a journey with her and her characters until you feel like part of the family. She's a literary genius and I can't wait to get your opinions on it. Hi Miff and Zan, my name is Melita and I live in Bundaberg. In 2022 I discovered Bookstagram and I found my community. Bookstagram accounts are dedicated to the love of reading. The things I love about Bookstagram are women supporting and uplifting women. There is no such thing as a guilty pleasure. There's nothing to be guilty about. Love to you both and bring on 2023. Hi, Zana This is Quigley. I use they, them pronouns. My favourite piece of content this year has probably been pottery throwdown I've got to say with all the things that have been going on for me it was very soothing and I think part of the reason that that is and this is my big thing that I've learned this year um, after coming out as trans in 2020 and getting healthcare the last two years I've also found out this year that um, I'm autistic and no one caught that Um, so I'm 25 and um, it reshapes everything I thought about myself and all the things that I thought I had to cover up because I was just incapable of doing them quote-unquote correctly um, those are just parts of me, and um, my brain's just different. So um, I know that I don't have to be ashamed of who I am. So thank you for making the show. Love you both. Bye. Hi, Miff and Zan. I'd like to bang back about a stunning audiobook that I have just finished listening to. It is called A Heart That Works by Rob Delaney. It's about his son. Uh, who died when he was a toddler and um, oh my it is equal parts um, heartbreaking and heart expanding but yeah I work in palliative care myself and I cried a bit Um, I tend to have a higher tolerance for such things than most people so be warned highly highly recommend to the bang fam Love you guys. Thank you. Hi, Zan. Hi, Miff. My name's Heather. I am an Aussie living across in Christchurch, New Zealand, and I am banging back about a Netflix series starring Zoe Saldana called From Scratch. I was scrolling through Netflix looking for something that was just easy to watch, you know, those moods. Um, The trailer for the show showed me art, 
Italy, one of my favourite countries to go to, food and cooking. And I thought, what is not to love about that? Um, It's a beautiful series about finding love and doing what's right for yourself. But as you get deeper into the series, it takes a bit of a turn. Um, It delves into family politics, especially um, when you're talking about cross-cultural relationships and the importance of calling things out when it's wrong. Um, It also intertwines grief, vulnerability and compromise when it comes to parenting and relationships. So it's a lot. Um, It's a beautiful series. I've lived with anxiety most of my life and I often put all of my energy and focus on things that really just suck up way too much of my energy. But this series really helps put your focus back on what the important things are. Um, I really wish I could watch it all over again for the first time. So I hope you enjoy it if you watch it. Oh my god, that looks so good! I think I might have seen an ad for From Scratch pop up on Netflix. I gotta admit, I haven't been looking at Netflix so much. I haven't no. even watched The Crown yet. Neither have I. I was thinking about that the other day. What has happened to us? We we're obsessed. What has happened to Netflix is really the question you should be asking. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but that is a good tip from scratch from Zoe Saldana. Oh my god, I love Bang Bang. Every time we do it, I'm like, that's right. I love this. I love it when the Bang Fam shout out some of their faves. And these are all things that. I haven't gotten on board yet with, so pretty excited about digging into those over the summer break. Hey, Miff, is it time to bang back with our first caller? I think it is, and I think we might have Melissa from Melbourne. Mel from, from Mel. Mel from, Mel from Mel. Hello, Hi. Melissa. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us on our bang back, our annual bang back. You've got a great bang back. I saw this and I was like, oh, Miff's going to love this. What are you banging back about? I'm really excited. It's a book called The Story of Art Without Men. It's by Katie Hessel, who's an English uh, art historian. It's pretty amazing. She's um, decided to write this survey, which goes through pre-Renaissance to contemporary art now. So artists born even up to the 90s, uh, the 1990s. Um, And it's really amazing. It kind of goes through... um, all these different time periods and all these different art trends and shows all of these amazing women and non-binary people who have made art and have kind of been forgotten about by history, whether that be because they were really popular and really successful during the time and then just due to trends have been forgotten or because of the patriarchy. Um, So (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. She's an amazing writer um, and she tells stories about people that you might know of but you don't know a lot about, like Lee Krasner or like Frida Kahlo, Barbara Hepworth. But then she also finds these amazing artists who have truly like not been written about since um, their time in history. Um, a really amazing person is Ammonia Lewis, who is an African-American and Native American artist who in the 1860s decided to become a sculptor and like moved to Rome and started making these incredible neoclassical sculptures, which are absolutely fantastic. But um, people don't talk about her, uh, even though she was a kind of force to be reckoned with at the time. So... Um, I would highly recommend this book. It's fantastic. And Katie Hessel also has an Instagram uh, that every day they post new artists to focus on. Every single day there's someone new to learn about. And she also has an amazing podcast too. Oh, what's her name? I'm putting it in Instagram right now because so, this is – I'll forget. <laughs> it's called The Great Women Artists. The That's Great Women Artists doing it right now. Oh, brilliant. Thank you. Yes. This is the best. And that's the name of the podcast too. Oh, I I cannot wait to delve in. How on earth, right, I I think about this a lot, how on earth did women essentially just get written out 
of visual yeah. art history. It, it, yeah. It's it's astounding. Uh, I think about the, the fine art studies that I did at university, predominantly men. And, you know, we learned about a few women, but they were few and far between, possibly 5% of an entire curriculum. How were we written out? What happened? Yeah. Does this it's book go disgusting. into that? Yeah, does it this does. Book go and into it also it? talks about how a lot of them were working alongside people who are now like a male artist who are definitely remembered. And it's due to like, just honestly, sometimes these women were doing things before their male versions of, you know, their male peers who are now remembered for creating these things that they didn't do. Like Lee mm. Miller created solarization. Uh, Barbara Hepworth created piercings through um, figures. That's now known for Henry Moore, but that's like a Barbara Hepworth thing. So um, yeah, she really writes about, she definitely shows that in her book. Um, and I really like the way that she's also really outraged. Like she writes this book with so much passion. It's really uh, phenomenal. The story of art without men. That is a great bang back. Mel, thanks mm. for joining us to bang back today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I love you guys so much. This is so exciting. Oh, thank you for being uh, part of the bang for back. And love the fact that you snuck out of work and you're sitting in your car like a, <laughs> oh, you know. like a deviant. <laughs> We've got to like share a, these stories. We've got to bang back. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like back in high school when the PE teacher used to disappear with the accounting teacher and they'd go and have a secret cigarette out on the oval, like a couple of ovals away from the school. That's what yeah, you're... Yeah, don't tell mom. I've been vaping in my car. So yeah, I'm, I'm just like the PE teacher. It's a good vibe. Hey, thanks, Mel. <laughs> Thank you so much. Ta, guys. Mel from Melbourne. How good. I know. She was also wearing a bang-on coloured orange shirt. I don't know if that was intentional. I'm going to take it as a sign. I think she dressed up for the bang back today while sitting in the car. I love that. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) Just having a vape in the car. What a bloody legend. Well, she wasn't having a vape, but we suggested she was. Now, we heard before from Heather in New Zealand who was talking about one of her favourite new TV shows. It's been another good year for TV, hasn't it? Oh, Incredible. And I think we should just let everybody know a concise list because that's what you want at this point in the year. You can't remember what everyone's been talking about unless you've written it in your phone. So this is your concise list of our (laughs) recommendations because people like me need this. So this is just for you. White Lotus Series 2. Get in. That's all I'm going to say. Get in. Get in. Yep. No season finale spoilers. We know people are still catching up. If you haven't even started, what are you doing with your life? Get Mm -hmm. in. It is so, so good. Yeah. Another great series, The Bear. Did you ever watch it? I loved it. Set in Chicago. Yeah. However you say it with the Chicago. 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 Um, It's set in Chicago and, yeah, a brilliant TV series that – has a young fellow who's a, obviously a hatted chef, goes back to the family business that makes beef sandwiches. And it's it's freaking brilliant. I didn't think you could make something in a kitchen so good. It's it's wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Stressful for the first couple of episodes. Yeah. Stay with it. It's worth it. Yeah. Uh, another series that I really loved this year was Severance, which was I on never Apple watched TV. This. You will love this. And I think I said it at the time, it's one of the most stylish shows of the year. It's dark, it's clever, it's brilliant. It's got an amazing cast too. And I believe Series 2 is currently being shot. So I don't know when it's coming, but catch up on Series 1 if you haven't watched it yet. That's a great one to watch. Again, a bit of a slow burn, um, but really fantastic. And speaking of fantastic, Bad Sisters oh, was, one, I think, was one of the best sisters. dramas of the year. It was so absolutely, good. Sharon Horgan can do no wrong in my, my eyes and this – this tale of five sisters who are just, um, well, 
pretty bad, actually, uh, in terms of what they do, but we love them for it. Justifiably uh, bad, I would say. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. No no spoilers. Uh, the other one that I think we everybody watched this year, and I'm so pleased for them, Heartbreak High, the reboot. Oh, which my is God, it was so good. So, so, so good. good. And just beautiful to see all these young Australian actors making, you know, their big splash as well. They're all so brilliant. And Hack Season 2 returned. Uh, I can't believe that was this year. That's wild. I know. It feels like forever ago. ago. Yeah. So, so good. Hopefully there's a Season 3 on the way. Um, Speaking of... Successive seasons, Succession, the latest season. Fuck off. (laughs) Fuck off. If you listen to Bang On, you'll know what that means. No, Brian Brian Cox just says the most amazing (laughs) fuck off of anybody in the world. And he pulled it out when I saw him in an in conversation earlier this year. And it was one of the greatest moments of the year for me. I laughed. It was beautiful. (laughs) Fuck off. You also raved about Heartstopper, another great series on Stan, I think. Yeah, it was on Stan and this is an English production with similar vibes to Heartbreak High in a sense. It's about kids finding their way in the world when you don't fit the, you know, white picket fence, neat boxes kind mm. of kind of vibe and it was absolutely beautiful and brilliant. I highly recommend. And one of my other favourite returning series, Only Murders in the Building, with the beautiful cast that there is. God, it was good. I was wondering if they'd be able to come back with another murder in the building and they totally <laughs> nailed it for season two. Yeah, absolute pure joy and television that exists outside of anything fashionable or trendy or whatever. And I think that's that's why I loved it the first time around. And again, you know, it's 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 like television used to be. It's it it's it's joyous. Well, speaking of only murders in the building, Selena Gomez. Um, I've got newfound respect for her. I didn't really know much about what she did, but seeing her in that alongside Steve Martin and Martin Short has just been a joy. And that wasn't the only TV that she did. This year, Miff, she was also part of a a very personal Apple TV documentary. I think it's time to check in with another bang backer. Are you ready? Let's do it. Naomi is joining us, living in Germany, banging back from across the other side of the world. Hi, Naomi. Hello, ladies. What are you doing in Germany? Oh, I um, I came here about four years ago, I, just before COVID. I'm, I'm very lucky that I actually got to see a little bit of Germany before the lockdown. And um, yeah, I'm I'm having a fantastic time over here. I I actually work in documentary films. Oh, wow. amazing! So, what what takes you yeah. in documentary films to Germany? Were you working on a specific project, or have you just decided to up sticks and and take a a different path? It's it's a complicated story, but I've just finished making a documentary about the Arctic. So I spent most of this year in the Arctic. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. So you're in Germany, but you're in the Arctic and you're living your best life. Incredible. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, I was um, filming. I've been to Greenland and strange places called, you know, like Tuk-Tuk in Inuit communities and uh, it's been wonderful. This makes your bang back even more fascinating because you're obviously a very um, interesting and artful person. And I'm not saying that what you're banging back is not artful, but from documentaries about the Arctic to the Selena Gomez doco on Apple mm. TV. What what a broad, broad church you live in. I love this. Yes, but I feel very shallow because the thing that, uh, that struck me about the Selena Gomez documentary that I wrote to you ladies about is, 
well, shall I, I'll tell you the story. I'm, I'm watching the documentary. It's only just, I've only just got into it. I'm thinking, I'm like you, I don't really know much about Selena Gomez. I think she dated someone called Justin, Justin Bieber, Bieber. <laughs> whatever. And um, anyway, so she, there's this scene. She's standing in front of a full-length mirror with her little entourage around her. She's in a leotard and she says to her wardrobe mistress, oh, it's my vagina, you know, it, it's my vagina. I need the I need the vagina things. And instantly I press pause and I Google, what are the vagina things? <laughs> that, is, that is a brave thing to Google, I just want to say. Yeah. What what came I, I up in say, your feed? <laughs> well, I gotta say, since Googling this, you should see what's coming up in my feed. But um, <laughs> There are some real vagina things. They are, um, it, they look like a chicken fillet uh, and, <laughs> and you stick them into your pants and there's no more camel toe. Oh, it's for camel toe. Oh, camel toe cover. It's the front wedgie it's she's trying camel- to sort out. So it's like in a yeah. VW Beetle car. You know how the boot used to be in the front? It's a bit like that. <laughs> covering, it's covering up the exactly. business. Exactly. Oh, my so, goodness. Apparently, the Kardashians are all over this because in my Google it was as seen on the Kardashians. Oh, my God. So, oh some, my of God. Your, so some of the Bang fam who watch <laughs> Kardashians are going to know about this. Specifically as and, seen on uh, the Kardashians' Mons Venuses. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought, Isn't my goodness. Mons Pubis? Could be Mons Pubis. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm creating a bit of a Roman-style <laughs> side to it. I don't know where my brain is going. <laughs> Venus. It could the be second... Mons Ven- Mountain of Venus. It could be that. I, uh, let's shall, I, shall I Google? Yeah. Mount Mons I've Venus. I heard it described as the other cleavage. Oh my God. <laughs> so the important follow-up question is: Did you buy one when you found it online? Have you been on Etsy? I thought they would make great stocking fillers. No. no. <laughs> I was all ready to stock up for Christmas. But I can't get them here in Germany, and I think I think it's got something to do with this wonderful kind of openness that the Germans have about their body. Because the night that I went to dinner after watching the documentary, and I told my friends over dinner, and guess what? I've made this fantastic discovery. They had never heard of a camel toe. Oh my gosh! Oh. It doesn't exist there. They wear it proud. What's a why? What? Why is there anything to be ashamed of? You've got a camel toe. Live, laugh, love with the camel toe. But I have to say, there was more than more than just the camel toe revelation for me for this documentary. Mm. I, I didn't realise that Selena Gomez had a kidney transplant in her twenties. Mm. She suffers lupus. I had no idea that uh, she had anxiety and depression. And it was a really beautifully made documentary. I was very impressed. I liked her a lot after watching that. Wow. Well, that, that you know, that uh, I've learned some things um, <laughs> and I'm going to learn more and that's the perfect bang back, I've got to say. Yeah, that's going to make me finish the doco. That is wonderful. And I really do hope that you find some of those chicken fillets soon and maybe um, someone who's listening to this will put one in my little stocking stuffer. <laughs> and that's not uh, a and euphemism either, you, by the have way. Have you ever thought, though, we're not wearing things tight that are tight enough to warrant no, getting them, not. to be honest? <laughs> It's not happening. I'm not, I'm not wearing any bodysuits anytime soon. No, no. And, look, you know, gym, gym and the gym pants, that if you're wearing them that tight or high, like that's a problem anyway and I think you want your camel toe to show <laughs> if that's the case. 
don't you? Is that isn't that the point? Yeah. So yeah, I don't think we need them, but someone in their twenties probably would love this. <laughs> <laughs> Selena Gomez needs and, them. And um, if you mentioned that you've learned something new, and I want to say thank you, ladies, because I have learned so many things from listening to Bang On over the years. You, you're the best place for all my tips on what to watch on television, oh. on what to read. I, I love your program. Thank you. Thank you oh, so much, Naomi. Naomi thank you for being part you. of our Bang Back as well because this is a great tip-off for all of the Bang fam at the end of the year to get together and, and share the recommendations through the summer. So thank you for joining us all the way from Germany to talk about camel toe. That is the perfect bang back. <laughs> Thank you. Have, Have a, a great, great Christmas. Party. Enjoy the Christmas markets. They're to die for over there. You too. Have a ball. I did not think that we would be talking camel toe, Smith. <laughs> no. And so much an Arctic documentaries. I know. Na- Naomi, what a lord. I mean, all bang fam are legends. I think that they we realise that every time we bang back. They're the best people. They are, they are, and we have built such a beautiful community here and I adore them all and I adore you and, and all of our, our our producers. It's just been, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. With that in mind, should we check the answering machine again? Yes, please. Hello, please leave a message after the tone. Hi, lovely Zanna Miff. It's Tanya from Elwood Banging Back for 2022. Thank you so much for such a wonderful podcast. You two are amazing. You make me laugh cry happy tears and keep me grounded weekly. This year I learned that 27 years as an early childhood educator was well and truly enough. I thought maybe my whole life may be defined by one career, but after kicking goals on reception at my local vet clinic, this 50-year-old is going to study an introductory course for vet nursing. At 50, you're never too old to follow your dreams. I hope you both have a well-deserved break and get some quality time with loved ones this Christmas. Big, big hugs to Norman, Vivian, Steve and Merv. Love your guts, ladies, and I look forward to the new year and more bang on. Bye. Hi, Miff and Zan. It's Jen calling from Melbourne. My bang back is a book trilogy by Alka Joshi, the henna artist and the secret keeper of Jaipur. The third book is yet to be released, but I can't wait. It's essentially about Lakshmi, who is a 17-year-old who escapes an abusive marriage and makes her way to 1950s Jaipur in India. She becomes a henna artist, highly requested by the upper class and the royal family. Um, Alka's writing is so descriptive and evocative and transported me to India. Can't wait for the third book to be released. I think it might be next year. Merry Christmas and happy 2023 to you both. Love you. Bye. Hey, my name is Rebecca and I live in beautiful northern Tasmania. And the lesson that I've learned this year is that you should never give up on the idea of love. (laughs) So I've been single for about 10 years. I'm in my mid-40s and I'm really happy being single. I love my own company. I enjoy having quiet and space and time to myself. And yeah, occasionally people say to me, oh, but don't you want a partner? Or, you know, you're so great, you should be with someone. And and I think, well, yeah, but I'm not interested in dating apps. And I haven't really met anyone. So actually, I'm quite happy being on my own. But then... This year, I met someone while working on a music gig. Thought nothing of it, but we kept in touch. Then 
almost well, 10 months later, I happened to be going to his city and he said, I want to take you out for dinner. And we got on like a house on fire and pretty much every day since then we've talked on the phone for hours and it's ridiculous because I don't like talking on the phone anymore and it feels like I'm 15 again. It's a lovely feeling. (laughs) Completely unsustainable, but we'll see what happens. Anyway, um, I just think the lesson is learn to be content with who you are learn to love yourself, but be open to whatever might come along because things can change and life is short and love is wonderful. (laughs) Hi, Zan and Miff. This is Nadia from the Sunshine Coast and I'd like to bang back today about plogging, which is picking up litter while you jog. I'm more of a plorker though, which is picking up litter while you walk. This is something my partner and I do every time we go for a walk with our dog, Gracie. And it's something people can do anywhere at any time, not just at the beach and not just on Clean Up Australia Day. All you need is a bag, some gloves and perhaps some hand sanitizer. Every time, well, nearly every time we go for a plork, we can fill up a 27 litre bag full of rubbish. There are a lot of passionate people across Australia and the world who are into plogging. If you want to see more, just follow their plog or plog hashtags on Instagram. Mine is Sunshine Coast Ploggers. So thank you very much and plog on. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> plogging. And well, I just, pl- pl- can, plogging. How plogging. do you even say that? <laughs> I'm a plog. We're plogging. What are you doing? I'm, we're plogging. Plogging. Well, what do you mean? What am I doing? We're plogging. plogging. I'm plogging what, here. Don't, don't you? Oh, I love that. Don't you know? You know, everyone's doing it. Plogging. <laughs> that is so good. And that is, it's so spot on too. Like hilarious words, but at its heart, it's so true. When you go out for a walk or a jog, why not put pick up a bunch of rubbish? There is so much. I think people are realising so much plastic in particular in our waterways. All that's coming from the rubbish on the streets that are floating into stormwater drains and stuff like that. That is so good and so funny. It is now time for our third caller who's going to bang back and recommend something for us to delve into over the festive season, Polly from Sydney. Hello. Hello. How are you, Miss? How is Anne? Hi, Polly. Good. Now, you're coming to us from your walk-in wardrobe, which I, am, I particularly I am, adore. Ill-equipped with my headphones today, so we found a little cave. It's a good cave, though. It's like a very, yep, very detailed walk-in wardrobe, yeah. um, and it's it's so well organised. I'm, I'm really impressed. You um, never have too many storage options, can you? No, no, absolutely <laughs> not. Can you tell us about what you, you want to bang back about? Um, I wanted to chat with you about Dakota Ring, which is a podcast that started sort of early mid 2018 and it's um it's hosted by willa paskin it's on the slate network mm. the yes. slate culture gab fest is one of my favorite podcasts and willa paskin is a regular guest i didn't know about dakota oh, this yeah. is brilliant and she just has the most beautiful voice mm-hmm. so every week or month or however often they're putting them out they just pick a different cultural phenomenon um, a few weeks back, they had one about, do you remember the dress? The, is it blue and black? Is it oh, yeah. white and gold? And everyone lost their minds for about 48 hours. Yeah. They did one on that, which I highly recommend as well. It's a little side note. But the one I wanted to chat to you about was called The Butt and the Bustle. 
And it was all about, oh, how do I sort of explain it without totally giving it all away? <laughs> Give it, it away. All, it was all about how fashion, how fashion influences our body shape as well as what we're wearing. Mm. What sort of body shape is in and out and, and how that's reflected through um, different fashions of the time and, and is that drawn from different cultures, from different races, from different class systems, all sorts of things all comes together. And she does the most amazing deep dives every episode. It's well worth it. And I just thought it would really tick a few boxes, you know, on Bang On, you're always talking about different sort of body image issues and, and fashion, of course. So I thought, Thank yeah, you for pronouncing really, it correctly. Yes. <laughs> five A's in there. Yeah, and it was it's a great listen. I just highly recommend it. That's so perfect because we were just talking a couple of weeks ago about the return of heroin chic and just how these mm. you know body types have these trends and just how cooked that is. So I love this idea of the butt and the bustle and taking a bit of a step back into a larger history. But this sounds great. Decoder Ring is the name of the podcast. What a great bang back, Polly. Thank you. No worries. And thank no you. For, thank you for joining us from your closet today as well. No problem. <laughs> and also, and also, too, thank you for bringing us bustle chat. I don't think there's enough chat. <laughs> About bustles. Um, it is not enough bustle chat. It's just so, the word I'm looking for, it's just so well. Rounded like a bustle. Well rounded. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. That's what I'm for. It's beautifully well I like together. big yeah. bustles and I cannot lie. <laughs> 2022 gave us lots of good things. It also gave us lots of extremely cooked things, mm-hmm. which I think we need to round up in as part of this uh, particular episode today because cooked is actually t- a great term for some of the best things that happened this year because they give us extreme joy. Yeah. Um, shall, we, shall we begin with one of our favourite most cooked things this year, Heidi Klum as the worm. Did you and Tom go on a recent fishing trip to come up with this wild idea? You know what they say, the early bird catches the worm. <laughs> My husband, you know, I'm the worm. You're the worm. We're okay, going I... fishing. Slimy what? turd, Heidi Klum, worm woman, our We're hero. We're going fishing. <laughs> The best Halloween costume she's ever put together, and she's done well over the last 20 years or so. That was an amazing moment on the red carpet. Well, she was lying on the red carpet because when she was down, she couldn't get up because she was dressed as an earthworm. (laughs) Is that my daughter over there? (laughs) So good. Couldn't write comedy like that. You just can't. You also can't write Reddit threads like this. Yeah, 2022 was the year that we found out that some people, one person, has sex rhythmically to this Hudson Mohawk song, Seabat, and just can't do it without it. (laughs) The visualisation that I'm having right now is so bad. All I'm seeing is like just sweaty hips rotating, thrusting. Wow. (laughs) Like, he was only a young fella. He'd been... Playing this playlist, he had a sex playlist and he basically used that to help him with movement because he didn't really know how to do it. Anyway, his girlfriend, girlfriend finally told him he wasn't into it. This particular song thought it was awful because she kept hearing it in the playlist. He played the same playlist. It's like, oh, she here we go him, again. She told, she told him she hated this song. <laughs> anyway, so he wrote to Reddit, why? I don't know. Because if he didn't know he was going to be shamed, he soon found out. 
Um, and then people started mocking him with their videos of doing it to this song and it was disgusting and I loved it. Um, and then it all turned into a tornado of just... He got outed as the guy because someone's sister recognised the song. Around the family dinner table, no yeah, less. Yeah, that's right. It was it was just wild. <laughs> this is I why know. we exist, you know, right. to make See, sense of this shit. And <laughs> to make enough, sense of this Reddit thread. Weirdly enough, I love this track now. <laughs> oh, you've been using it, have you? It's cool. <laughs> Oh my god, I wish you could see what I see right now. Are you doing face face? I'm doing the worm. Heidi Klum's worm to it. It's kind of suitable, isn't it? A lot of cool things this year. Um, One final one, which I know we both felt deeply connected with, was the world of food, specifically the world of butterboards. This is the year that butterboards became, was it a viral thing or was it just someone taking the piss? Someone taking the piss, but then the internet took it seriously and all of a sudden they were presenting butterboards in the same way that you would present a, a, you know, like a cheese board or something. Mm. No one wants a freaking butterboard. If you've got want butter, you put it on an, on a plate and use a knife. That's all you need. <laughs> Too much. Too much butter. I mean, I love butter, but no. And we still leave 2022 without knowing what was ever in that famous salad dressing from Olivia Wilde. Olivia it will Wilde's. remain a mystery. That's right. And I think it should remain a mystery. We don't need to go into what happened. You can look it up. But apparently she does a cracking salad dressing that makes that makes men want to have affairs with her and makes partners, ex-partners, want to throw themselves in front of them and not leave, make them not leave. So it's a damn fine salad dressing, whatever it is. A lot has happened in this year, 12 months, a lot of stories, a lot of bang-ons. This time last year... We got an amazing email from someone that hit us for six. And before we get out of here, I'm pretty excited to tell you, Miff, that we have the one and only Susie joining us in just a tick. But in case Bang Fam um, forgot it, Susie emailed us and told us about the the time that she'd had in the last two years because in the end of 2021 we were talking about just how tough it had been and really talking about, you know, the lessons that we learned after at that stage, 21 months in the pandemic. Mm. And Susie had lost her dream job, uh, lived through a pandemic in a tiny East London share house, did hotel quarantine, started a whole new career, um, and then made the impossible decision to return to London after having to come back to Australia. And at that stage, Susie was diagnosed with bowel cancer. Susie was 32 when this happened. And this email as Susie went on, just got, um, well, bigger and more full of heart, but also more mind-blowing because Susie's big lesson was, I deserve to be healthy and so do you. And she gave us this list of things to do to lift us. And it was an amazing email. Like, I still remember, I think we we got pretty 
teary when we were reading this out last year, Miff. It was pretty phenomenal to read, wasn't it? Oh, it sure was. It, you know, it was it was triumph over adversity and all of those things. And we were desperate to speak to Susie because, you know, she really wanted to talk to us as well and we love our Bang Fam and, and somehow we managed to not connect. But guess what? We found her. She's we found in Susie again. <laughs> <laughs> and Susie joins us on Zoom in Bang Fam, colours no less. Susie, welcome in to Bang On. Wow, my gosh, I can't believe a year later we've actually finally made to happen. So I think it was all meant to be. It is oh, so good to see you. So good to see you and you look beautiful. Tell tell everyone what you're wearing. Yeah, I know. Well, this is the fashion. If I'm meeting my heroes, <laughs> I had to wear the bang colours. Uh, so we've got a bright orange hat and then we have a, a pink sequin suit. And I'm so happy to be able to tell the fam um, that I'm actually going to be ringing my bell tomorrow. Oh, my gosh, I've got tears in my eyes. But after 15 months of treatment, tomorrow I'm going to be ringing a bell um, and I've officially got the all clear and it will be hopefully Yay. the last time I do chemo um, for the rest of my life. Oh, my so, gosh. I'm crying. I'm crying. I'm crying. I'm just trying to keep it together, gals. Because it's not, it's not <laughs> just chemo you've been through. There's all sorts of other things as well, isn't there? Do you want to go through that if you're happy to share? Yeah, of course. My gosh, it hasn't stopped really. And I've kind of called it, well, I have called it Project Susie and she's <laughs> definitely blown out. So it was <laughs> something that was meant to go for six months. Um, and as I just said, I've been in treatment for the last 15. So I've done 12. Okay, here goes. Get, <laughs> get your fingers ready because it's been it's been a year, but it's yeah, 12 cycles of chemo. So that's six months total. Um, I did IVF to begin, so that was before I even started anything. Um, I then got the kind of heartbreaking news in January that I had to do 25 days of daily pelvic radiation, um, and that was a big, big blow, um, which meant that I also needed to have 13, week, 13 weeks of recovery. Um, but don't worry, gals, I went to the south of France and I went to Croatia and <laughs> I still was, still was fabulous. Um, and then I had one operation and then three weeks later I was told they found some more cancer, so I had to go back in. Um, but in that time I went to Adele and got COVID. <laughs> so oh, that delayed everything. At this point I literally was just like, what is next? Like what can the world chuck at me? Um, at least I got to Adele, so my surgeon saw that as very important <laughs> that I had to, to go through that. Um, and then that actually kind of gave me a little bit more time to get a bit stronger. And I saw Lady Gaga and went to Backyard Cinema and just had three weeks of basically living and becoming me again and went back in for that surgery. And the second one was really tough. It was definitely, it took a village. And that's when I really, really needed my friends. And my mum was here from, like she flew over and she was here for the last nine months and yeah, that took everybody to pick me up because I kind of did the first one myself and then the second one was when you needed your friends and family to be like, get up, <laughs> you can do this. Um, and I did and I kind of never looked back and then chucked myself into six more rounds of chemo. Um, and as I said, tomorrow I'm so, so happy to be I'm actually going to stand outside so my ward overlooks London Bridge and I really hope that means that everybody in Australia can hear it, my mum can hear it at home, um, people in Ireland can hear it and, yeah, hopefully I can just kind of ring that bell for everyone 
who have been touched by these disease but also just maybe won't have the same chance as me to be able to ring a bell and I just hope it just it sounds like hope and that's that's all I want to do I just want to make lots of noise and take my moment and really really just celebrate what I was able to do in the last 14 months and for sorry 15 months and as I said in my first email it's just yeah, I deserve to be healthy and I've dressed up every every appointment there's been a suit <laughs> because I'm dressing for the health I deserve. You've been sending um, photos as well. Yeah. You're wearing like spangly, glittery suits into chemo. That oh. is some big boss energy, Susie. And they call me the jazzy one. <laughs> the oh, I love one. that. I've been called the Carrie Bradshaw um, because all of my um, hospital looks were all saddened outfits and I would just like strut up and down past the nurses like my catwalk. <laughs> so <laughs> wherever I've been, I've been the jazzy one. <laughs> Susie, so, your your resilience and your strength is just phenomenal. Like just seeing you now, you look so well. I can't believe that you're going into your final chemo tomorrow. It's what a what an extraordinary experience, but also extraordinary strength that you've shown through this. Like you're a friggin' powerhouse. Look out world after this. Your 2023 is going to be big. Yeah, and guess guess who has Eurovision tickets? Oh, guess oh my has- God, Susie. <laughs> I'm see so excited. I've <laughs> oh. got a house in the middle of Liverpool books. I've got Glastonbury tickets. I've got Lizzo tickets. I've got Sam Smith tickets. Basically, if there's a ticket in London that I need to be at next year, I will be there. And, <laughs> yeah, I just want to say yes. But every time I like, and believe me, gals, I did not really say no much this year. <laughs> I went to a hen, I went to my best friend's hen's party the day after hospital. So if I that was the day after my second surgery, I went to my oh. best friend's hen's party. So I didn't say no often, but for every time that I had to kind of think about my energy levels or how I was going to get somewhere, or yeah, this year is just about living with so much joy and so much happiness and. Yeah, just not taking it for granted and just doing it and hopefully coming home for a little bit and meeting my niece and, yeah, so just making up for a bit of lost time. It's been a hard couple of years and, yeah, I'm just I'm ready to to kind of be out there again. Susie, you are phenomenal and we love you very oh. much and we're so pleased you're part of the Bang Fam. Oh, you're amazing. You're blowing our minds. Oh, yeah, gosh. <laughs> Well, no, I will take it. Thank you. I think it's the day to take it. Take it. This is the day. If not now, then when? Good luck in your final chemo session. Thank you for sharing all of this with us. Ring that bell as loud and as proud as you like. (laughs) We will hear it. If you're anywhere near London Bridge and you hear a bell ringing, you know it's Susie who's just capped off a hell of a 15 months and she's come out smiling. That smile is lighting up my Zoom screen right now with your big orange hat and your big satin pink jacket in true bang fam colors hey Susie have a wonderful holiday season a merry Christmas a very happy new year into 2023 uh, we love you we love that you're part of the bang fam and um just thank you and god we're, we're so stoked to see you again we're so stoked to see you again yeah it feels very special so thank you so much the second time over and as we learn um yeah what's for you won't pass you so I think this was all meant to be this year and yeah, it's very special to hear that from you girls. And as I said in my email, you were my friends when I could walk 2,000 steps and you were my friends when I could walk 20,000 steps. Stop so, it, Susie, you're really you. making us thank cry now. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, you've looked after me and, um, yeah, I don't say that lightly, but every Thursday it was my highlight and a bit of an anchor in my week. Um, and, 
as I said, kind of what I've learned this year is just like you have to find light even if times are really dark and sometimes you just have to work a little bit harder and I think your Thursday podcast did that for me and, yeah, I've worked really hard to find light for this whole year and woke up every <laughs> every day and looked for it and some days it was hard and sometimes I didn't get there but most of the time I did So and you guys were a big part of that. So thank you for being my family as well and yeah, for being my anchor and my connection this year as well. Find the light. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Susie. We love you. You are light. Um, good luck tomorrow and we'll, we'll chat with you next year, hey? Oh, I can't wait. Oh, my God. Susie. Susie. Just <laughs> like I think we knew to save that one for the end because we really can't actually continue after that. But what yeah. an absolute force of nature, beautiful human I am just so honoured that she's part of the Bang Fam. I know, I know. Who knew we were going to be crying today? Although we cried last year at the end of end of this episode, this particular one. So I guess we we got everything that we should have got from our beautiful family, our Bang Fam. We love you. Uh, thank you, thank you, Zan. It's been an incredible year. How strange for us, you know, like coming back after after two years of essentially being in lockdown in Melbourne and and then life came back at us with full force and I think you've embraced it, I've embraced it. It's been a roller coaster of a year, but what what a magnificent one that we got to share with our beautiful Bang fam. Absolutely, and making sense of it every week and, and laughing at the ridiculousness of life as well has, has been a great leveller for me. Um, I want to thank as well our amazing producers. We've had lots of Bang Babes, Bitches, Boys and Men. Uh, we can't call them bitches, can we, even though sometimes we do behind if the scenes in a friendly way. If you put a Z on the end, way. you can. <laughs> bitches. Uh, to our current bang babe, Corinne, to Ryan, to Cassie, to the wonderful Caitlin, thank you for taking care of us, for editing out the things that will get us sued and everything else in between um, and living this bang on life with us. We are so grateful. And, yeah, most of all to our amazing bang fam for yelling at us from across a room as we wandered down a street from across the road and, of course, for listening every week and, and being part of this amazing community we never take it for granted. We feel so grateful and we can't wait to see you in 2023 and bang on once again. Yay. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry festival period. Happy Whatever holidays. Yep. Happy Hanukkah. Happy bloody new year. Uh, we love you and love you too, babes. Yeah, love you too, Zan. It's been a great year and I'm going to miss you over the over the summer period. But come over to my place for a swim and we'll go, we'll go to the river. Oh, yeah, we're getting the pool noodles back in the river, that's for sure. Great, All right, I'll see you in the brown. Yeah. Oh, Oh, my God, that's terrible. What a terrible way to end Love you. Bye, love you, bye. Bye.